all of our nieces, nephews, and non-binary familials. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And we're your weird aunts. Aunts. The show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. Uh... (laughs) So we are doing a series Mm -hmm. where we are picking movies for the other one that we don't think the other one will like. And what are we calling it? Oh, Summertime Saturnize. (laughs) (laughs) Summertime, summertime. (laughs) Yes. So, um, this week, yeah. it was your turn to choose for me. Yeah, and I did a really good job, because you are in hell. <laughs> Which is what the movie looked like, but it was pretty hell. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, um, I went behind Auntie Ruth's back, and I talked to her beloved, her husband, and I asked him, is there a movie that you can think of that um, that Ruth hates, that she does not want to see? And he said, you know, I, I can't explain it, but there is a Ruth, there's a Ruth, no, there is a movie that ticks all the boxes, but for reasons unknown, even though I've suggested it several times, Ruth has not seen it. I said, please let me know what that movie is. He says to me, Crimson Peak. And so I said, the movie that we're watching is Crimson Peak. I get back (laughs) U-G-H-H-H-H-H. And you know what? Her instincts were correct because she did not. She did not like this movie. I didn't care for it. She did not care for it. And you know what? Like, art is subjective, and not everybody responds to it in the same way. Uh, That's true. That's true. And so... so But you liked it. I I really did. That's the thing. And I liked it more on this... I liked it for different reasons. It it has, like, a, a, a pretty high score on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it? It does. It has, like, a 78, I think. Oh, um, well. it's a C student, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was earnest. It tried. It really did. It really tried. Um. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Look. Um. There was, th- there was things that I feel like it pulled from, like things. Let me read to you a description of the movie before we go any further. <laughs> If you could, could you read a description before we go any further? <laughs> I can tell you. Could you read a description? I can tell you all about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, in the aftermath of a family tragedy, an aspiring author is torn between love for her childhood friend and the temptation of a mysterious outsider. Trying to escape the ghosts of her past, she is swept away to a house that breathes, bleeds, and remembers. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can give you a description of this movie. Yes. A young girl strays away from a sure thing to get a taste of that strange D. (laughs) Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam? Yeah. It was like the safe. The the safe, safe but the sure, the loyal, true blue boy next door. And then yeah. who comes in? He's her Keanu Reeves. Right. And some guy, which I'm going to say is everybody's guy in a band, comes through. The guy who dyed his hair black, right, <laughs> comes in. Yeah. Maybe he plays keyboard. Who knows? Well, I mean, I get it. You know, he has. I can relate. He has some sort of Nine Inch Nails concept. Where he plays the <laughs> electronic music, he has like a he has like a laptop and a keyboard thing going, right? Yeah, it's super mysterious. 
Yuki. He's into craft work. Oh my, of course he is. Gary Newman. <laughs> yes. Um, some German shit you've never heard of. And yeah. um, anyway, you're super, he has a vision. Does he have good credit? No. <laughs> Does he have a real job? Doesn't need it when you have a dream. And a title. Right. And does he also have a weird fucking sister? Yep. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But he's so romantic. And guess what? He believes in your work. And that's the other thing. Because you know what I knew? You know it was pro- you know how I knew he was problematic? He reads three yeah. sentences of her book and he's like, oh wow. <laughs> you are such a talented writer. Oh wow is right. <laughs> <laughs> She's so into it. And uh, that's the other thing, because he's like, oh, let's go to this dance. There's a dance in my home country. You you mean <laughs> you mean England? <laughs> yeah, if we dance without I, putting this out this candle. So dumb. Wait, please, please continue with this. <laughs> no. But I was like, alright. And I was like, oh, my God, are you making shapes over there? I mean, so embarrassing. He teaches them the waltz? Oh, yeah. No, but they don't know how to do the waltz? Not with a candle. A candle. He holds a candle in his hand. Seems to me you live your life like a candle in a waltz. That's the thing, because here's the thing. When Loki comes in with his waistcoat and his black hair, and he's like, oh my god, I read your book. It's so fucking good. I read your three sentences of your book. Blown away by your talent. I love your gold rim glasses. (sighs) Those were cute. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. And I mean, she was kind of nerdy for a bit, and it was really cute. And, like, I mean, with those little, honestly, I mean, that style is kind of, like, it's kind of in now. Like, those puffy sleeves with those little clothes. I mean. (laughs) You go to Target and all you can find is those puffy sleeves. Honestly. I have them. I do, too. I'm not going to lie. I have puffy sleeves. Right now, I actually have. of Green Gables, like, fed me. And reared me. If you if you don't think I will rock puffy sleeves long after puffy sleeves have gone out of style. A bell sleeve, a puffy sleeve, any sort of ornamental sleeve, I'm all over Uh it. Yeah. Ruffles. Ruffles and bridges. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Okay. So anyway. And then And then her, her, Charlie Hunman, I don't remember his real name. Hunman. I don't know how to say his name. I don't, I think it's Hunman. I'm relying on you, friend. I think it's Hunman. Uh, Look, Hungman, I don't know, but he's in the Sons of Anarchy. Um, Yeah. And I remember he turned down Fifty Shades of Grey. Good call, bro. (laughs) Good call. Um, but yeah, so... So Butterscotch Stallion, um, he <laughs> he for reasons unknown was like, "Hey, thanks for visiting at my ophthalmology office." Um, of all things, I'm also way into Sherlock Holmes. I'm also way into ghost f- like photography. Um, oh, that was cool. Well, that, of course it's cool, but also, like, really on topic, because you're about to run into ghosts. Like, <laughs> thank God you dropped by. I know this is going to seem super weird, but, but some of my hobbies, number one, I'm a detective in my spare time. Number two, ghost. All right. Well, good luck in that haunted castle. Like, it just seemed like, like really coincidental. You know what I mean? For the plot. So, so like, so yeah. Okay. I think that, um, him. Uh huh. So his name in the movie is, he's, um, Alan. Okay. Dr. 
Dr. McMichael, whatever, the ophthalmologist. And then... Not um, Ghost Doctor? Uh, well, that's... That's what we that's call a hobby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... Um, God, I keep saying her name wrong. Mia... Okay. I swear to God, I, I had to listen five times, and I've already forgotten. It's... I think it's... Vazakovska. That sounds perfect. Okay. Um, she is the lead, uh, Edith. Mm-hmm. And um, she... Uh, I don't... What happened to her mom? Did her mom just, like, die? No, well, she had an illness. Oh, yes, she did. I'm so dumb. Yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to her mom? So, she... she <laughs> You see how little I like remember. <laughs> what happened to her? <laughs> okay, okay. So her mom gets her mom gets sick when she's like when um, Edith is like ten, and then um, she dies. Right. And then and then one night she, um, her mom comes to her and haunts her, mm-hmm. and um, she tells her to um, beware of the Crimson Peak right. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think she got haunted again, or they didn't really allude to the, if she got haunted again by her mom, did they? Well, but I think, like, I feel like she was still getting the creeps, though. And, mm-hmm. you know, what I also wondered was when she was sitting in on the presentation when he was talking about all the red clay, I mean, like, that didn't tip her off at all? <sighs> I would be so scared of red. I would too. I really would. And there's a lot of red in this movie. It sure is. Sure is. I, I would be steering clear of anything red. Yeah. I'd be like, so on this, on, on your property that's full of red clay, any nicknames? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's not the, I mean, I'm, that's not the point, but. So anyway. But, you know, here's, so, if there's yeah. like, you know, there's a, like a lot of deliberate choices here made by yeah. Mr. Del Toro. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, ghosts typically appear sort of like in human form, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, kind of uh, like... They look a little spooky, like maybe like maybe not as great as they did when they were alive, but yes. they certainly don't look as dead as they do in Crimson Peak. I mean, these motherfuckers are th- these are like Silent Hill esque ghosts. Yes. Meets Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's what I, like, the thing, I felt like these ghosts were wearing, like, Mugler-esque. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like a very Mugler red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, like, especially the Italian ghost, when she was, like, crawling on that floor, I felt like she was serving. She did a literal death drop. Like, she was, she was crawling and she was like, get out. I was like, bitch, like, she is, she's really working that. Like, she, like, it it took her so much to materialize. She's giving everything she's got. Like, get out, bitch. Her body was, like, ripped open, right? Right. I mean... Zombie ghost. Like what is, she is <laughs> she is serving zombie ghost realness. <laughs> <laughs> she is serving <laughs> Italian bride never got dicked down before she died. <laughs> trying to save you. You're taking care of her dog so she knows that you have a good heart, but she can't really say materialize for long realness. I mean, uh-huh. 
Jesus. But they were, like, that's what I mean. So there were so many elements where I was like, oh, this is not quite hanging together like I wanted to. And then the set would be gorgeous, right? Like, there were oh. elements of the set that I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And, like, theatrical. Like, I was like, if this, if I saw this, like, in a, because that's what I mean. It feels like it was more of a set that would, like, on a theater as opposed to a movie. Like. Yeah. The house. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had a hole in the ceiling. Right. And the thing is, is, like, she walked in there and he's like, oh, well, you know, we're working on things. Yeah, not hard enough, even... Tom. She... <laughs> well, he has no money. And, um, you know, she doesn't even really think twice about the snow falling in through the roof into the middle of the foyer. Yeah, that's a problem. I'm going to tell you, like, she walked through a lot of red flags. I mean, first of all, it would oh. have taken just the one ghost for me. Um Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have needed nearly as many sightings. Again, just the first time you would have said Crimson Peak, I would have been gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, certainly after the sister freaked out. I mean, they're not fucking or anything. So I don't know why she's sticking around. I mean, that's the thing. There was... Was it just the promise of... She had that at home. With the eye doctor. Yeah. <sighs> I mean. But, I mean, he was really romancing her. He was really Hard. romancing her. He liked her three paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Three sentences. Yeah. Three sentences. Um, so, before he takes her away, though, she's, like, living with her dad yeah and um and her cute clothes and her cute little glasses and she kind of looks like um she's just very bookish looking yeah you know Mm -hmm. um and she wants to be a writer and um her dad is like rich or something for some reason i can't remember why and so um tom hiddleston ends up coming to talk to her dad to like he brings some kind of invention with him that he wants to like get money for right investors investors thank you um and then it's like in tiny version and then they just make fun of his tiny little machine and it's like but this isn't the real thing and they're like what is this toy But that's not the real thing. Look at my red clay I brought you in my mason jar. This is, this is what my house is made out of. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm trying to get rid of. Help me. <laughs> what is this? A school for ants? Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> it reminds what? me. This is this is just a model. This isn't the real thing. Like. Oh, Jesus Christ, I get it. I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a model. Like, this isn't the real thing. Like, the real thing is much, is much, much larger. This is, in fact, just a smaller version. I mean, this would only get, like, tablespoons at a time. But what I've got at home is... Don't mock me! <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it's at least a hundred times this size. Sorry. <laughs> what are you gonna give me for this red clay? <laughs> it's like clay, but it's red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you get it? Oh my god. Crimson. I'm sitting on so much of it. And that's the other thing. I'm like, why do you need to dig it out? It's literally seeping through your floors. You don't need to dig at all. You could just scoop it up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you? I mean, it's just <laughs> like literally just get a jar and just like, here you go. Like, you don't need some fancy fucking machine. That's. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Like, it's invading your house as we speak. It's like, it's like that house is like, 
red clay and snow. Yeah. Like and really gorgeous everything else. And like broken down. And that's what I mean by like dating a guy in a band. Like he's like, oh, I mean, you you married to a failure. You must be so embarrassed. And she's like, no, no, no. It's like, yeah, I am. Let me tell you all the things. Like how many how many like times has he tried working on this machine? I'm like, have you tried working on getting a job? Like how many of these? What we discover through the course of the movie is that what he's been doing is romancing all these young women, stealing their fortunes, and investing, again, in these, like, contraptions that he's been making. Again, to dig up play, dig up this clay for uses we know not, like, what they're... We don't know what they're even using it for. The other thing is, again, you don't need to dig for it because it's just seeping up from the bottom of, like, the castle anyway. Is sinking into the clay ground. Right. You don't. Again, you can just if you wanted if you wanted more clay, you can just scoop it up with the, like a spoon or a just bucket. Walk outside. Yeah. 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 It's not hard to find. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's like oh, let's drill for water. You mean the water that's right there? Like it's everywhere. It's like it's like look at the lake. <laughs> I don't have to drill for it. <laughs> it's the you know. But so anyway, but it's like. Like, stop trying to make a machine. Like, go to school, become a lawyer or something. Like, something. Any, anything other than working on this dumb machine. I mean, so yeah, they like, <laughs> so they keep doing this. But his sister, Jessica Shastain. Yeah. Um, I forgot. Who you love. Lucille. You have made it clear to me she is your favorite actress. Is that not true? You don't like her. That's the thing. And I, and you're, you're biting your tongue, but she is not one of your favorite actresses. One of your least favorite of the redheads. Yeah, she's an inferior redhead. That's okay. You don't have to. I, 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 I'm okay with her. Okay. I'm trying to think. I mean, she was in It too. And Zero, she was. Zero Dark Thirty, which I never saw. I didn't see that. I, I don't, I, honestly, I don't think I've seen very many. I can't think of. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, I think she really, I think she really dove into this one. She reminds oh, me. Yeah. The the other thing about the the thing I do like about Guillermo del Toro is that his he, he loves horror. And his, like, horror vocabulary is such that, like, like, Jessica Chastain is very much like the Mrs. Danvers, you know, like, yeah, the, just the envious, just, like, loves too much that it's made them, you know, sort of mad, um, like envious, bitter, dark, that trope. But you don't, it's like you don't really know uh, where it's coming from. Like in what way, why is she so um, against women being close to her brother? Right. Right. She keeps getting in the way. So... Which is good, though. Needless to say. But, like, in oh, the same ahead. way that... Oh, sorry. But, I mean, in the same way, like, in Rebecca, you don't know why Mrs. Danvers is so protective. You know, is... Hates. Yes. You know, any mm-hmm. sort of courtship with... Right? Like, why is she so protective yeah. of Rebecca's memory? So, it's... Yes. That... You like that air of mystery. Like, why is... Why is she so possessive of her brother? And... You assume, oh, maybe that's not really his sister, wink, wink. That's what you fucking hope is going on. (laughs) Yes. When in fact. No. Oh, you know, the other thing is like, um, (laughs) you know, you had said that the house kind of felt like hell. And I think that's interesting because... I 
also felt like she was being led through hell and it was like Dante's Inferno when he was being led around yeah. except that the I felt like the dog was her guide through hell because the oh I forgot about the dog I know and I was like was the dog a ghost too or was he really alive I don't know anyway because all the because he disappears at some point I know that's like, what I mean and then he reappears at a dumb time that I wish he had it and um i don't know yeah he was led by virgil so i felt like like the the little dog was virgil i'm sure i'm sure that if they were if i were to ask guillermo del toro was the dog meant to be virgil he would say yes and then i've cracked the code he would say wow he would say um number one are you a genius i was like i thank you <laughs> <laughs> number one thank you um but yeah so there were a lot of like that's what i mean like he has such a good like um horror vocabulary that there's so many like he just nails so many horror tropes and i think like hiddleston's character is so perfect because he is like every one of those like cads that you he's not quite good enough but he's like not bad enough you know yeah. he's sympathetic but he's not terrible yes you know um so like tom hiddleston's character like i mean i understand it is like rebecca like this movie at first like it, it was taking me to like jane Eyre a little bit where yeah um when the dad or somebody finds out, like, oh, sh sh he's already married. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be like Jane Eyre. And then um, it it's not that. Um, it's, uh, God, Lucille. I don't know. I can't remember her name. Lucille keeps murdering <laughs> <laughs> these women. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then, yeah, it is very Rebecca. Very Rebecca. Agree. Thank you. That's a really good way to bring it in because she's like this innocent, um, this brought into this house. It's established. He, you know, he had a wife before wives and um, she doesn't really know what to expect and a lot of times I guess back then I've watched Downton Abbey um, women would come in and they would kind of own the home and it would be their home and they would meet the servants and right. whatever and that didn't happen because there wasn't any right. there was well there was, there was Finley there was like one yeah yeah so then they keep, um, uh, Lucille keeps giving her this tea. Everything's red. So she keeps giving her this, like, red tea. And, she, like, Edith keeps getting sicker and sicker. And she can't figure out why. And then she finds out that, like, one of the wives was, um, was it, was it Enola? I think so. Or was was Enola the Italian? I think it was like the Scottish. There was like a Scottish bride that had made like a wax recording that had yeah, said that okay. he was poisoned. Yeah. I think because it was in English. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think, I think Enola was the Italian name. The Italian. Yeah. Okay. I think. Um, there's a, so, one of them, yeah. Maybe all of them died from the poison. Well, they were all poisoned, yeah. So it was a tea. So she started getting sick from it, and then, um, Charlie Hunnam, yeah, comes like he comes after her to save her, uh -huh. like Keanu Reeves did in um, Dracula, yeah. And uh, that kept like coming back to me like he was totally Keanu Reeves yeah <laughs> Dracula like that character the sweet whoever fiance but not really uh who comes to save the day and so then she finds out all this shit yeah she finds the recording and 
like on the recording it says everything that happened uh-huh. to her. So like, you were saying Charlie Henman comes back to save her. And but she had heard on the recording of the Scottish woman. Yeah. That they are both in it together. Yeah. And that that they've been poisoning these women. Everybody. Yeah. And that she's not the first one that, that there's been several probably. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and that's the other thing is that the, the Italian ghost appears to her and they've been essentially, and not only that, but the, the mother of, of Tom Hiddleston and Jessica Chastain, um, appears to her and is like, get out. But essentially they're trying to save their lives because, you know, she's like, you know, you're going to be the death of everybody. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, the clay. Yeah. It's the clay. Oh, this clay is making everybody crazy. (laughs) That's what it's good for making people crazy. (laughs) spread the crazy no but you're right actually that's a good connection to make because he they like hiddleston just sort of like like gary oldman was is that sort of byronic hero which is like um you know like sure yeah i've i've killed a couple of women with my sister yeah and you know, I'm broke and I keep stealing women's money. And rather than do anything different, like invest it or buy a different house, I keep making these dumbass contraptions and losing all this money. Um, and sure, I have a sexual relationship with my sister, but my other sister. than that, I can, I mean, I can change. Um, you're different. I love you. I've, this is totally different. I I didn't love the other one. No, baby. Only you. They meant nothing to me. I didn't even sleep with them. I slept with you. Oh, there was a baby. With his sister. With his sister. And it came out wrong. It did. And, um... <sighs> this was so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a lot of... But, yeah. And then Hiddleston showed us his Hiddles end. That was, a, oh, yeah. that was a good, I appreciated that choice that Del Toro made. He's done that. Well, I don't care. Yes. I, I appreciate, I appreciated he did it then. <laughs> Just, you love those butt shots. I do. I, I do too. I'm glad. I was happy to see it. Usually those are my favorite things. <laughs> so. Not just his. I mean, whoever. Yeah. I'm not picky. I could tell that he really, he worked on it and it was a point of pride. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, and I mean, you were sympathetic towards him. I mean, he. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Yeah, exactly. Because he, like, tries to save her. He did. Or it comes off like he's trying to save her. I think he did. I think he did. He did, because he attacked. Did he attack? He stabbed um, Lucille. I mean, he did. Oh, I'm- she did that. Oh, no. I'm getting confused. Um. Well, I mean, I think, well, he. Everybody stabbed her. I No, he didn't. I mean, she stabbed him. She, um. So, essentially. What happened is um, Charlie Hunman, like, uh-huh. walks four miles in the snow yeah. to get to this house. And then um, he's stabbed twice by both Jessica and Tom. Uh-huh. Or Lucille and I can't remember his name. Thomas. Thomas. Um. And Thomas says, you know, essentially kind of like, where can I stab you where you won't die? Yeah. And um, then, so he goes up, Lucille, um, for whatever, like they, Lucille and Tom are together and 
she, ca- I guess, catches him burning papers that were going to transfer the money over. Yeah, from Edith's dad. Yeah, and she's and he's like, we can start again. And she's like, who's we? <laughs> you know, and and he's like, well, I love her, and like, you know, and oh, she flips out in a jealous rage. She stabs him several times, and then realizing what she's done, goes after Mia, who, like, um, essentially is like, we're going to do this, essentially fight, cat fight style. We're going to do this until one of us dies. She is ready. Yeah. She's excited. Oh, you know what we didn't mention? Uh Uh-uh. The elevator. Oh, what about the it? elevator to hell? Well, it takes her down to the to the bottom floor with with the baths of clay. Oh yeah. Again, why did cold. you need this machine if it's literally <laughs> bubbling up? I don't know. But the, they looked like wells or something. Right. Um with the clay in it and um I'm positive that they were all housing the, the remains of sure. the dead wives. And if and again, if Lady Gaga had climbed out of any one of them. Oh. Oh. Not surprised. Yes. Not surprised at all. One does come out. Right. Which the, the I was like, is that supposed to be a human because the proportions looked horrifying. It did not look like a human <laughs> being. I was like, unless your wife was like Andre the Giant, yeah, it looked enormous. But anyway, that's not. So the, but the, the first time that she goes down there, uh-huh. she steals Lucille's key because it says Enola on the key. Sure. And she's like, oh, is this how you get places? <laughs> oh, I thought it was to the trunk, Enola's suitcase. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Sorry, that was in the basement, right? Uh-huh. With the with the blood wells. Yeah. Clay wells. Uh-huh. Okay. So then she goes and steals it, and then she opens up the chest, the Jessica's chest stain. What the hell was in the chest? Um, it was the gramophone that played the wax cylinders. Enola's. Yeah. Okay, so that was Enola. Okay, okay, okay. So. Yeah, and then she, like, sneak sneaks back up and puts that Nola key back on Jessica Chastain's uh-huh. little key ring. Like, she wouldn't notice. Right. Like, she wouldn't notice. But she did. Please. Oh, she did. She sure did. And then she knew. She's like, <laughs> She knows everything. Okay. Yeah, she does. She's like, okay, I see. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that's, like, I mean, that definitely tipped her off that, like, okay. But, yeah, during the fight... I did you get the feeling that like one of the Enola or whoever was gonna like come I, out of I it? I did for sure. I really wanted that. I wanted. I know it was like powerful for um, Edith to kill Lucille in the end, but like I really wanted like the ghost to like gang up on Lucille and kill her like out of revenge. I thought so too. I really thought that was gonna happen, but I guess like just like. Um, you know, Tom showing up was kind of the death blow, really. And he was white. Huh. He was a white ghost. He wasn't red. He was white. I know. That was really sad, though. Kind of a sad turn of events. Yeah. But, um, but she really did love her. I know. And then that sort of famous line where that, like, love makes monsters of us all. Oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I do. I, I do think, because there's so, that's the thing, like, with, um, there's, with Guillermo del Toro, because, like, there's so many movies of his that are, gorgeous amazing and it all mm-hmm. falls together mm-hmm. like the devil's backbone 
Pan's Labyrinth, Kronos. Um, I mean, honestly, even Hellboy, like, one and two. I mean, I've seen those, and I'm not the type of person who watches movies, like, a hundred times, and I've seen all of those movies dozens of times, you know? Yeah. Just because visually... He's a brilliant filmmaker. And, but I'm like, is there any drastic difference between, like, Shape of Water and Crimson Peak? No, not really. I, I... Oh, wait. I love shape. Oh, you do? I, I don't even see a big difference between those two I do. I fucking love that movie. Oh, that's so strange. I wanted to fuck Swamp Thing so bad. Did you really? Yes. Well, I mean, I really... I mean, I like it. I mean, it's not that you don't like it, but... I don't know. I just... When there's that scene... In that bathroom, when the bathroom fills with water. <gasps> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you don't have to try to. You don't have to try to understand my love. I don't. I, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Strange highs and strange lows. Absolutely. But that's that's how my twisted love goes <laughs> so I so I don't I have no idea what film you have picked out for me but I, I felt like you were a good sport oh for, thank you. you you don't have to tell me yet but um thanks for watching Crimson Peak and covering it with me You're um but you know every week we make a playlist for the movie uh-huh. And obviously they already have, you know, what's it called? Soundtracks. They don't need our help, but we we just do it. Well, this one didn't have music music in it. Let's listen to some classical shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so, you know, we try to impress each other with our choices. Um, yeah. But do you want to go first or do you want me to go first or? You go first. Oh, okay. So anyway, the, um, all you have to do is your weird ants playlists on Spotify. So your weird ants playlist Spotify. Um, so this week, um, I did, I can't help it. I've already, I've probably chosen it before. I'm choosing it again. Bella Gussie's dead. Shut up. You know, I love that. <laughs> I won't apologize for it. It is a good song. It is a good <laughs> we, song. We've even talked about <laughs> today how Peter Murphy looks fucking fantastic for his age. He doesn't age. <laughs> Sorry, he does. I don't care. Does. I don't care. <laughs> he looks great. I love him. Okay, it's still a good song, but no, that's not it. It's um, <laughs> it's Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Um, oh. Because just because she's in her puffy sleeve nightgown, Running through, uh, like, the castle and there's snow. You know, you know, it's so cold. Let me enter your window. And I'm doing the hand motions right now that you can't see. Red clay. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Heathcliff, <laughs> stop making that stupid machine. Um, <laughs> get a job. Um, but no, she doesn't say that. <laughs> um, and the, uh, okay, so this is, um, so Supergrass, Mary, I don't know if you remember that okay. song, but you'll, if you I hear don't. it, you'll remember it, but it, yeah, it's like, okay. um, and then, oh yeah, <laughs> interesting choice, but, uh, Eyes Without a Face, Billy Idol. <gasps> oh, It's good, right? I fucking love that song, obviously. Oh my god, when it like breaks down in the middle. Yeah. When any Billy Idol prayers. Say your prayers. But then it's like the weird like Cynthia and the clapping. Oh, it's so good. So good. But it's you know, it got that title from that movie. Have you seen the movie Eyes Without a Face? Yeah. It's so fucking good. We should cover that movie. It's so good. Should. So good. Um, I mean, I'm used to that sort of thing with Morrissey with the Smiths because a lot of um, 
the titles and songs that he would write about, etc., were from books and movies that he enjoyed. Yeah, did because did you ever see Brighton Rock because of? Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why do I? Why do I ask? <laughs> Rust I to danger, know. wind up nowhere. <sighs> I mean, besides this movie, we have very much in common. Yeah. In most. Well, it's things. not like. I mean, yes. Yeah, whatever. I, like I said, this isn't. <laughs> I'm not saying this is my favorite movie of all time. I just, I no. didn't have the kind of. No. And other than Boz Lorman. That's, I think that's it. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, you told me. Here, hold on. Okay, so my pick. Yeah. That for my songs that I chose. Mm-hmm. Um. I suppose it's kind of obvious, but I chose Enola Gay by OMD. Oh. That's a good song. And I'm not like a huge OMD fan. I I know, but I still like that choice. Yeah. That song is really good. It sure is. Um, And then I chose Ever Fallen in Love by the Buzzcocks. (gasps) Ever Fallen in Love with someone you know you shouldn't have. Okay. And then... um, you're gonna like this one because we're both on that Lady Gaga kick Uh-oh. with this movie. So I chose uh, Lady Gaga "Stupid Love." <gasps> nice. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I mean, not what you might have expected. But interesting. It's really good. I do the like. Video's good too. Okay. Newer. It is newer. Okay, I can go with it. Much enjoyable. Yeah. yeah so those are my. I. Picks. I mean, I. I would even throw bad romance in there just because it is a bad romance. That's what I was going to put, but I'm like, is that, is that too, too obvious? obvious? But well, it's, let's do let's it. Let's do it. I don't. I don't either. And I mean, clearly it was a, um, I mean, we both thought of it. For this movie. Yeah. We both thought of it. We did. Um, so here's my problem. Is that I have a few movies I have floating around for you. Uh oh. And I know you asked me not to <sighs> make you watch Eraserhead. Even though it is one of my top five favorite movies. Okay. Because I am that pretentious, I'm not going to make you oh, watch thank it. You, thank you. Thank you. You didn't make me watch Strictly Ballroom. That's right. I'm not going to make you thank watch you. Eraserhead. Thank you. I thought you were going to make me watch um, Moulin Rouge or something. No. Really awful. I know. I know. So. But like Dracula, I love you too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's like three that I have that I'm like playing around with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess we'll keep it a surprise until next time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll it'll be. I'm sorry to leave you in suspense. No, no, it'll like it'll really have to be. I mean, we're we're deep into summer summertime sadness, and (laughs) we'll we'll force each other to watch movies the other person does not like, as long as it takes, guys. Or or we don't. Well, we're not sure if the other one will like or not. That's right. It. Really? You know, that's the thing, because we're trying to enrich the other person's life. So they, that's the thing. They just haven't watched it yet. And for some mm. reason or another, like, they've been afraid to take the leap. And we are pushing them towards something that they were afraid to watch for some reason or another. They were predis- predisposed to not like it. Um, and we're, you know, yeah. daring them to jump in. That would to turn and face the strange. So change. Yeah. Your mind. Yeah. I didn't. You not this time. Not this and time. And I'm you know, I'm gonna bet never. Um on any of the choices I make, certainly, but um <laughs> will I enjoy this? Yes. <laughs> yes, I will. Every time. Every time, every time, um, she did not enjoy this. She didn't, all of the feedback I got on this, guys, was super negative, and, um, 
apparently too angry. She, like, the first take on this was super hot. She came in real hot, guys. <laughs> she came in real hot and real mad. Real mad. And, um... I didn't know we were not recording that part. So, it's okay. We, take two, we turned down the volume a little bit, and, um, we worked through some personal animus, and, um... Got a lot better. So, that we did. So yes. we worked through our summertime sadness. And, um, yeah. but yeah, I think next time, you know, Karma's going to come back and she's going to make me watch something that's going to make me super uncomfortable and give me night terrors. <laughs> and I'll, no, I'll talk, you won't get night I'll terrors. talk to my sleep yeah. demon about it. And, um, <laughs> for sure, I won't ever sleep again. So, so, with that, though, I want to thank everyone for listening to this show. Um. You can send <laughs> in your... <laughs> you, can, you can send in your recommendations of music, movies, and shows that you want us to check out. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at Weird Aunties. Isn't that right? Instagram yeah. at Your Weird Dance. Facebook page at Your Weird Dance. Or Your Weird Dance at gmail.com. Yes. Also, please don't forget to um, like and subscribe and comment about how much you love us. Yes. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah. I don't see why not. Um, you and. Ob- obviously, you do. <laughs> that's a given yeah um and so join us next week when auntie ruth will be torturing me um in our next episode of summertime sadness and um yeah we'll we'll sweat through the uh summer together guys (laughs) so on that note i'm your auntie ruth i'm your auntie gina and we're your weird Ants! <laughs>